Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to something brand new, unlike anything you've ever seen or heard before. This is the first ever Popcorn Junkie presented Slimy Awards. Why is this a thing? Because the Razzies are garbage. Ra the Razzies are worse than the movies that they nominate. I stand by this statement. The Razzies suck. They've always sucked. They've always picked on just campy hot mess movies. They wouldn't know. This year, my boy, my man Godzilla was nominated for, for, for multiple categories in the Razzies. In a year where, you know, the, the live action uh, Aladdin and Lion King came out. And Unplanned. And Annabelle Comes Home. You know, genuinely awful, terrible movies. Things that, you know, actual people who watch movies can mock. And, you know, <laughs> incessantly. But no, they, the Razzies are a bunch of freaking film nerds, some kinomaniacs who think, oh, Godzilla is such a terrible film. Oh, let's pick on cats again. Oh, marvelous. Aren't we so funny? Ugh. The Razzies are garbage, and I'm here to provide the better Razzies. This is the Slimies, named so because we are like the Oscars pet worm. The Oscars are Oscar the Grouch, and we're the pet worm. Slimy. And so, for the Slimy Awards, I'm going to present my categories in the same order as the Oscars. So, uh, first up... Worst Acting in a Supporting Role. See, unlike the Oscars, we are equal opportunity. Uh, we nominate both men, for both men and women for acting. Because there shouldn't, we should, women shouldn't have to get their own category to win something. Academy. Just saying. So... For worst acting, uh, no nominees. Uh, like I uh, like I meant, I don't know if I mentioned this. Uh, if you listened to my uh, previous episode, my official episode for the week, no nominees this year, just the official winners. And the winner for worst acting in a supporting role goes to Elle Fanning for Maleficent, Mistress of All Evil. In terms of supporting actors, I looked through this year's movies and thought about who in a supporting role was the worst performance I had seen. And carrying over her awful acting from the first Maleficent, Elle Fanning continues to do a terrible British accent in Maleficent, Mistress of All Evil. The movies themselves aren't very good, and Elle Fanning is definitely one of the worst parts. Elle Fanning is a, is a good actress, and what sucks is they keep trying to make her do a British accent, and oh, she's, she, this, she is terrible at a British accent. <laughs> like, her British accent is somehow worse than my British... This is me trying to do a British accent. I'm speaking in a way that somebody from Britain would. And I believe that I am doing fairly well. I am not doing particularly amazing. This is, par this is just par for the course, I believe. This is nothing too out of the ordinary. Al, Al Fanning talks like this all of the time. It's like she's trying to play a nanny, and she is terrible at doing an accent. Why did they make her do this? Uh, yeah. 
Elle Fanning does a terrible job as Princess Aurora or whatever they called her in the Maleficent movies. She's just just a one of her worst acting roles ever. And they kept the same terrible acting from the first movie. Oh, hey, we're having a sequel. Maybe we can make her act better. Nope. Nah. Screw that. Ugh. Worst animated feature. This one was no contest. The worst animated feature film of 2019 was Playmobil the movie. Uh, the other content. What was the other contender? Uh, oh, crap. I, it's, it's slipping my mind now. Uh, um, I have to pull up my 2019 lists, but yeah, suffice to say that Playmobil is, is an absolute garbage fire of a movie and they're going to pop up more than once on this list. But yeah, suffice to say that, uh, Playmobil was in, was definitely the worst of the animated movies that came out. Oh, Ugly Dolls was another big one that could have been nominated for this role, uh, for this category. But yeah, Playmobil is an animated movie that is... Not wholly animated, first of all, because it's trying to trying to co-op the Lego movie. And it is a shameless attempt to try and recapture the Lego movie while also being terrible at it. Just like Playmobil. How fitting. But yeah, the Playmobil movie is a terrible movie in and of itself. And it is a absolutely the... Uh, although I will say I did not get to see Arctic Dogs. I heard that was just as awful. But I for, for, for the movies that I got to see last year... Playmobil was the worst animated movie of 2019. Worst, worst original, original screenwriting. screenwriting. We're on to the writing categories next, and for the worst original screenplay, uh, I wasn't sure who to pick, because I wasn't sure if sequels counted as originals or adaptations. So, uh, for a lack of a better option from my uh, worst of the year list, and from the worst, and from going back through the uh, you know 2019 movies. The worst original screenplay that I remember that I could pick that I could point out was Annabelle Comes Home. Uh, now I don't know how original that is. I'm going to try and keep track of the, the nominees better for twenty going into 2021. But the worst original screenplay for me uh, of what I could find because we're dealing with lots of sequels, lots of movies. That, lot, there's a lot more adaptations than you would think. Like uh, for for worst adaptations. Uh, that, that I could easily have like a dog's journey, uh, dog, uh, the art of racing in the rain, cats. The ex you know, there's so many adaptations that are, that are that you could be, that you could nominate for the worst. Even you know, I mentioned cats being a an easy target for um, the Razzies, but I'm going to do. But I'm not going to make up. Once again, these are official categories based on the Oscars, not made up categories to make you know, to try and be funny and sucking at it. So, yeah, in terms of the worst original screenplay, I would have to say Annabelle Comes Home, namely because it does not tell a story. It is a backdoor pilot for future spinoffs for the Conjuring franchise. There is not a real story to be found here. It is a shameless, a shameless pilot episode for worse, worse movies to come. And it it is the it, it in terms of original quote unquote screenwriting it is the worst. Worst, worst adaptation. adaptation. This one hands down goes down to Aladdin. Like I mentioned, there could be any number of nominees for this. Art of Racing in the Rain, Ugly Dolls based on the toy line, At Cats based on the musical. There are so many bad adaptations in 2019 because so many more things are based on previously existing things, but. In terms, 
personally, in terms of adaptation, the live action Aladdin is the worst. It genuinely is just a terrible attempt at trying to adapt the original to live action in that while the Lion King fairly copied the original beat, mostly beat for beat, Aladdin tries to do new things and sucks at them. The Alad the guy playing Aladdin is not very good. Will Smith as the genie is not very good. Naomi Scott as Jasmine is, is a wholly unrecognizable character. In terms of trying to bring Aladdin to, in terms of bringing Aladdin to life, it is a soulless homunculian monstrosity. And I never want to see it again, period. So yeah, Aladdin is the worst adaptation of 2019. And yeah, don't at me on that. Worst production design. Now see, this is going to be a thing where Cats is worthy of a nomination for this. Because as much as you can, you know, pick on cats for bad performances, bad CGI, you know, bad, you know, bad CGI, bad, um, you know, just bad direction. So many things you could mock cats for. I think the biggest problem is the production design, the inconsistencies in size, the the way they design the cat suits. I'm not going down and trying to break. I'm including uh, hair and makeup, costuming, uh, visual effects. All of that I'm going to include in a single category just for this year. If I am able to br break out um, and do individual categories for the for the you know for the aspects like uh, production you know like um, visual effects like sound editing, uh, all of that you know if I can do find aspects of those categories to do for next year I will. But for right now we're going to do the entire cadre of the thing the whole production design and in terms of that cats is by far the worst it's got the worst uh it's got the worst uh set design the worst costuming just the worst visual effects it really in term that's where the movie's biggest problem is performances are fine um directing is not very good the writing isn't great but the production design is the worst aspect of Cats. I can I can stand by that statement, I think. So, yeah. There's a lot of things to pick on Cats for, and it's a, it's a very easy punching bag. But in terms of the worst of 2019, the slimy goes to Cats for production design, because plenty have done much worse. Worst, worst documentary. documentary. I am going to try and see more documentaries this year so that this isn't a once- a year, you know, you know, this wouldn't be have to skip a year or so. I don't want to have to skip a year for worst documentary because I didn't see enough documentaries. I'm going to try and keep up on those that come out. But the worst documentary, uh, if you've been listening to the podcast, you will know this. My least favorite film of both 2019 and the decade. No Safe Spaces. Yes, the worst documentary goes to the movie that barely qualifies as an actual documentary. It is made like a documentary, but a documentary is supposed to present the facts, not complete and utter bullshit. No Safe Spaces is to a documentary what shitting on the sidewalk is to art. Like, you can call it that, but is it really? Is it? Does it, does it, te it technically qualifies as that thing, but is it? It's not really. Not, not in any, any way that you can quantify and qualify that thing. So yeah. 
no safe spaces is two rich white dudes complaining that they can't say the things they used to say and everybody's wrong except them man 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 why can't i say things on this play uh, on these massive platforms where i get to say things yeah that's some documentary worst film edited this one very clearly goes to the film that was the worst edited in that it had no reason to be three and a half goddamn hours long, The Irishman. Yeah, this was nominated for an actual Academy Award for Best Editing. Whoever nominated that clearly never watched the movie because this, there's no reason to be three and a half goddamn hours long. Three and a half hours of my life, just, just gone. Like, I was trying to be productive on top of that, and that's still time that I could have been watching, I don't know, The Witcher or random videos on YouTube. I could have spent three and a half hours watching random videos on YouTube, collections of Brian David Gilbert being wacky from uh, his series on Polygon or Mabim Bam animations. And I would have gotten more out of that than I did out of The Irishman. The Irishman had no reason to be three and a half hours long. Two and a half, sure. Okay, it's a big story about Jimmy Hoffa. I could take two and a half hours. Maybe three. Arguably three. If you're pushing over two hours, you better justify every freaking second beyond that. Because that we have so much coming in at us in terms of media, we can't waste our time on this precious earth with with just with just old Marty Scorsese trying to do what he used to and not being good at it. I'm sorry, like, I keep hearing people praise this movie, and it's not terrible. It just wasted three and a half hours of my life for no good reason. So yeah, worst film editing goes to The Irishman, because a real editor would have cut that stuff down, for God's sake. Worst vocal performance. And another uh, criticism of the Oscars... In, ter in terms of the, your best original song, all that is done is pump useless, boring songs into movie credits to try and qualify for a category that doesn't matter. So instead of focusing on the song itself, we're going to be focusing on the vocal performance. And in terms of bad vocal performances, we've had a couple. We've had a bunch uh, this year. We've had Will Smith. We've had uh, Rebel Wilson in uh, Cats. But the worst vocal performance in 2019 goes to Anya Taylor-Joy in Playmobil the movie. Yes, the movie opens with an absolutely god-awful song that would have qualified for worst original song if I had included that category. But since we're just focusing on the vocal performances, then it goes to Anya Taylor-Joy for just having a god-awful singing voice. I mean, the songs in that movie were awful. She cannot sing if she can she didn't do it here it is unbelievably awful how bad her singing is in this movie so yeah worst original song would go to so much world the opening number to playmobile the movie but we're cutting since we're not going to worry about original song unlike the oscars we're going to be focusing on the vocal performance itself in which case anya taylor joy takes the worm Worst directing. This is what I'm going to have to really pay attention to this coming year because I had a bit of a trouble to try and determine who exactly did the worst job directing a movie because it is very easy. Like most directors just make things passable. 
You, it takes a lot to notice really bad direction. Thankfully, I did notice some absolutely terrible direction. And that direction comes from Carrie Solomon and Chuck Konzelman for Unplanned. Now, how did this get, uh, the, how did this win worst directing? They, because, I mean, let's take a look at it this way. Christploitation movies, they're not genuinely very good, or generally very good. I mean, they're not genuinely very good either, but generally speaking, just not very good movies. And they're very incompetent. A lot of times they'll try to tackle subjects that are beyond their depth, their, that, are, that are beyond what they're capable of tackling. In which case, these two directors tried to tackle abortion and made abortion scenes that made, that made me laugh out loud at how terrible they are. These are, these are the actual worst abortion scenes depicted in film. Like, people were complaining, oh, it's too graphic. No, it's too stupid, because these two don't know what they're doing. And they're trying to be all hyperbolic to the point where it's absolutely bonkers. So, yeah, uh, they managed to take a story of a serious topic and turn it into an absolute comedy. That's how incompetent they are. Yes, the worst directing, very clearly, goes to these two. Congratulations. You made a serious topic into a joke. I hope you're proud. Worst acting in a leading role. Once again, combining actor and actress into a single one. And to kind of illustrate what I think the Oscars should do, uh, for this coming year, I'm going to try to nominate about 10 each uh, for the categories. That way, we're not trying to limit ourselves to five. Uh, I'm going to keep track of up to 10 per each for this year. In fact, I'm going to try and dig back through this last month or so and make sure I start having stuff ready for 2021. But for worst acting in a leading role, I had to dig through. Who exactly had the worst performance for the actor, the lead in the movie? And that's very easy to find the worst leading performance. If somebody at the front of the movie is sucks, it's very easy to notice. And for me... That goes to Kevin Costner. What did he do? He voiced the dog in The Art of Racing in the Rain. An absolute slog of a movie in which Kevin Costner does not give a shit for, what, I think 90 minutes. He is, he, he's reading the thing like he's just trying to make it through. Uh, like, he, like he really, like he couldn't be bothered to be there. Like, I have no real reason to be here, but they paid me money, so I might as well act like I'm speaking for a dog. They make me read some silly lines, but I'm not going to change the inflection of my voice. That would require me to actually give a shit. I'm Kevin Costner. So yeah, I've heard varying things about him in his personal life. I can't speak to that. In terms of a performance, though, Kevin Costner might as well not have done anything at all. He would have been much better off, because... Hearing him lazily narrate over a dog just just made me think even less of him. Worst picture. And here we go. It was a short thing just because I'm trying to... This is basically proof of concept. And uh, we're going to be talking about the worst picture of 2019. And the slimy goes to Unplanned. Yes, in terms of the movie that, that, that exemplified the absolute worst in all filmmaking, 
that goes to Unplanned. Now, Mouse Spaces was my least favorite movie. In terms of worst feature-length film, that honor goes to Unplanned, which would have been my least favorite movie had No Safe Spaces not come out. But in terms of, you know, general storytelling, in terms of performances, in ter- the overall picture, it is the absolute worst to have come out in 2019. And once again, this is not a slight against Christian movies. In ter- you know, movies can be about faith, about belief, and still be good. In fact, there was, I thought there was something coming out recently or that I saw recently that dealt with faith and it was an actually decent movie. Um, oh, Two Popes. I watched Two Popes recently. Two Popes is about the actual two previously existing popes and it's basically a long form discussion on Catholic dogma. That was a fer- perfectly decent movie. It was a solid movie that basically felt like I would have been better off watching it on, you know, a small stage somewhere. And... This is not that. This is a propaganda piece that is brought to us by hack filmmakers taking a story by an app, by a con artist who is making up stuff about Planned Parenthood to make money off of the religious right. And this is all verifiable. Like I can't I don't have the receipts with me, but I can but I know that they're out there. And the receipts are out there. The woman who said this made made most of it up. And the movie itself is an absolute abomination. Like, the movie itself should have been aborted. I, will, I have no qualms in saying that. Yes, Unplanned is the worst picture of 2019. And that's, what the, and that's who the slimy goes to. So, this is, yeah, this has been a very proof-of-concept idea. I hope you all liked it. And as I go through 2020... As long as this podcast is going, I'm going to be preparing for the 2021 second annual Slimy Awards. Because where there's an Oscar, the Slimy is going to be right there with them. Hope you enjoyed, and we'll see you next year. Or stingy or dusty, anything ragged or rotten or rusty. Yes, I love So in terms of, you ruined the take. You ruined, you, you, yes, you, you ruined the take, cat. Why did you do that?